Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Billy makes his uh, regular appearance with us. Like all of our guests, he is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. We need to address uh, a significant story involving Bill and the team here at the start, and we'll get to other matters. I'm going to read parts of what Michael Russo wrote about a week ago. I believe Michael Russo covers this team better than anyone has covered any team in my entire life. That's how much respect I have for Michael Russo. Bill Guerin has been the focus of an investigation following a human resources complaint by an employee who alleged verbal abuse in the workplace. Five team and league sources confirmed to the athletic. The alleged incident led to an investigation occurring in late November, reported the team's HR department, which commissioned an outside law firm to investigate. Two attorneys traveled to St. Paul, interviewed more than 15 members of the organization. Two team sources indicated that the investigation in Garen's alleged behavior was complete and the findings were delivered to upper management ownership early in the week. While management determined that Garen had not committed a fireable offense, team sources said. You also at the same time had a matter involving Chris O'Hearn. News of his investigation in Garen came a day after the Wild confirmed to the Athletic. They had mutually agreed to part ways with assistant GM Chris O'Hearn following a separate probe. Team sources indicated that it was coincidental and that the two investigations concluded almost simultaneously. You have not talked publicly since this came out. Uh, There are a lot of members of the media who are listening. There are a lot of members of uh, uh, Wild Nation and who, who believe in this team. What would you like to say about what has been reported, uh, Chad? We've we've made our we've made our uh, our comment, and that's that's all I can say on the matter. That's it. For for folks who want more, what would you say to them? That's all I can say right now. Do you, and this will be my last one, because you, you know in my role I need, I need to ask these questions. Do you see a scenario soon where you can expand on this? Part of your appeal to this public, to Wild fans, has been your direct conversations, your, your willingness to be honest about your team, honest about yourself, and I think we all know this is a, a, a matter where lawyers are involved. It's not easy. But do you see a scenario soon where you can talk more freely about this? Chad, honestly, you know me, and I appreciate that, that fans like that about me. Um, but there are just some things that I, I just can't comment on, and this is one of them. Okay. Um, let's talk about your team, and let's talk about the game uh, on uh, the other night in uh, Boston on uh, Tuesday night, I 
I was out, so I didn't see it until later, and I'm mad because I picked it up some point midway in the third period, and it was just brilliant hockey. You know, and the night before, the, the, the Wolves had played what I thought was just a fantastic game in Miami. And watching your game in Boston, it was speed, it was pace, it was hard, clean hits, it was chances after chances, it was your Hall of Fame goalie standing on his head. The Bruins are a great team. It's your star player scoring to win it in in overtime. What do you want to say about the way your team played that night? Yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, I mean, honestly, I thought you know I thought we played really well the night the night before against Pittsburgh. Um, the only thing I would have changed about that game is the amount of penalties that that we took, um, which we need. That's something that we really need to improve on if we want to continue to get better. Uh, the, the next night against Boston, I mean, obviously thrilled about the way we played. That is not an easy building to win in, um, and you know a lot of the a lot of the big guys and the big guy rose to the occasion. And you know, I think everybody was just you know happy for the way Flower played. Um, you know, he, he was unbelievable, and then Kirill, you know, not just getting the one goal, but then getting the second one in overtime to win it. So. That that was that was a really that was a really good night for us. For Kirill to truly kickstart this season, did he need a night like that? I think so. I mean, hey, look, we all need you know we all need good days to kind of jumpstart us sometimes. In this game, you know, if you're a goal scorer, you haven't been scoring as many goals as you're used to. That that can get you back into it. That just gets you feeling good about yourself and. And your your confidence, you know that's that's Kirill's thing. He scores goals. When you're not doing it, uh, you know, as, as often as you'd like, you don't feel great. So yeah, that that's a, you know, I, I think I saw one of the social media things where Pat Maroon said it's good to see a smile, and and that's that's what's great about Kirill. When he's smiling, lots of energy, playing good. He's scoring a lot. That's what we love to see. So. Uh, we all do different things to try to take care of our body. We talked about our stretching. I, I see somebody else to kind of help me out in that way. And, and I saw my friend, uh, the doctor, yesterday. His next patient after me was Kirill Kaprizov. Does it trouble you that your star player is seeing the same doctor as a 58-year-old afternoon talk show host? You're only 58? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes, it does. Well, no. You know what? I know you're a man of, uh, of what? you know, uh, uh, me, you're a man of means, yes. and uh, you can afford the best. I, so I, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Do you think he was working on two different type of bodies back-to-back when he went with me first and then Kirill? Or do you think we have similar a similar type of physical conditioning right now? I'm I'm sure the doctor was happy to move on from you. Yes, I think I think that is uh, yeah. that is fair. Let me uh, let me circle back to the uh, to um, flurry and the debate which came out this week because the first game where you talked about playing well was in Pittsburgh, and obviously he won three cups there. He's a legend there. He's a legend across the league. But that those are his salad days, and I think a lot of us. Um, think that when a player goes back to Narnia for potentially the last time, he's going to play there. Now, 
Gus, your other goaltender, has been brilliant of late. He has been your lead guy of late. And then maybe Fleury doesn't want to play there. What? How did that all play out? And how influential was Fleury in that decision? I, I don't really want to get into, like I guess, the finer details of it. But look, at when players are approaching milestones, uh, you know, significant games for them or wh- whatever it is, I think it's really important to um, to have the player involved in it. And, you know, that decision was made, uh, you know, a while ago, and Flower was involved in it. And, and I, I don't – to be honest, I'm not a coach, so I wasn't in the discussion, so I don't know how that went. But I will tell you what, when we have games like that for players, milestones, things like that, we take them very seriously because they're important. And um, we just, yeah, I mean, that's really about as much as I can tell you. Let's pause right here. We'll put Billy on hold. If you have a a question uh, through a text that you'd like to pass along regarding the team, and I can ask it to Billy, we can take a look at those, no problem. 651. 461-9226. Bill Guerin, while president and GM with us on WCCO. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's uh, 21 past two. The amazing Mary Jo Copeland from Sharing and Caring Hands will join us in about 15 minutes while President and GM Bill Guerin is with us. Among the texts coming in about Mason Shaw. Can you give us an update on Mason and how he's doing in his uh, rehab? Uh, the last I heard, honestly, uh, progressing. Um, I mean, he's obviously he's been on the ice for a while. Uh, not not completely up to speed yet. I think, you know, people, people know like the severity of the injury that he's had and the amount he's had, it, 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 it takes a while. Um, but we do know that he's, you know, he's Mason Shaw. He's working his tail off to get back as soon as he can. You mentioned the penalties before and that it, it, it needs to, uh, they need to, to not end, but they, they, they must be a cut back. Why, why are they happening, in your opinion, at the higher rate they continue to happen? Honestly, it's a, it's a good question, and I don't, I don't have an answer for you. Um, but, it, 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 you know, it, it gets frustrating, uh, you know, for everybody, for, for players, uh, for, for coaches, for, for me watching. Um, you know, and it's just something, look, at. we have to pay more attention to. And the thing, hey, look. If it's a if it's a a good hard hit and you know you, you get a, a penalty for that and or if you save a goal, uh, no problem. We'll kill that off. It's offensive zone, you know, poor stick detail penalties. It's you know defensive zone uh, breakdowns where you you know when you hold somebody's stick. 
we don't want to take soft penalties. If you're going to take soft, you know, take hard, take aggressive penalties or take penalties that are going to like save a goal or something like that. Not that we're, we're taking too many soft penalties. This, this question is not related to the investigation, but, but bottom line, you don't have Chris O'Hearn anymore. That's your assistant GM. That's someone who you had a very good relationship with. He was essential. Do you plan on, before the season is done, to replace him with someone new, or are you just going to handle that internally? Yeah, again, I'm not, I'm not going to comment on anything to do with that stuff. So even on just getting a new assistant general manager? No, I'm not going to comment on any of it. Okay. Um, we talk Faber so much, and I feel sometimes I feel like I shouldn't talk about him. Then I watch you guys, and he's playing 30 game, 30 minutes, and he's 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 so essential to what you're doing. When I asked you last the last time, who's your best player so far? He's the first guy you mentioned is Faber. Um, I mean, where does he Nothing's rank now? Really changed. <laughs> Nothing's changed. He's even better. I mean, honestly, yeah. where does he rank among the better defensemen in the league? Is that a preposterous question that I'm asking? I don't think it's a crazy question. He's been unbelievable, and he keeps getting better. And I, I hey, you know what? I, I I hand it to our, uh, our our pro and amateur scouting staff, who who uh, and our hockey ops guys that that, that you know pinpointed him as, as one of the trade targets in that deal. And uh, he just continues to get better. Um, you know, and he does it with uh, a lot of humility. Like he's just not a flashy kid. He's just humble and goes about his business. And he's just, yeah, he, he keeps getting better. And, you know, he, he's on the power. I, I don't even think last time we talked, he was on the power play. And now nope. he's on the first power play. And he should be, right? Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. I think he's doing a great job. I mean, when you know I... What, he's, uh, he's mobile. He can, you know, he's got good sense. He can shoot. He can move the puck. It's, I, think it's, uh, I think it's a good, yeah. It's, he should definitely be on it. Well, and, and also, and you know this very well, rookies will get physically tested at times. That hasn't phased him one bit. One bit. No, he well. Listen, physically, he's, you know, uh, uh, he's not going to get. He yeah, he's just not going to get pushed around. He's he's strong, like he's big and he's strong. You know, he's not six four, but he is. Uh, he he he's a strong individual. Well, and uh, and and sometimes if you just see him off ice, right? And I've seen him off ice a couple times in person, and a lot of your videos and stuff. Looks like he looks like a high school kid. He should be waiting at the bus stop outside my house. Yeah, yeah, that's why they put him in that video there. Yeah, no, he, he, that's, what, that's what he looks like. No. But um, because he is, he's, I, I don't know, how old is he? Twenty one. I think that's right. Like, like he's a kid. Yeah, like he's not. You have he's, you he's have not, kids old, old. You have kids older than him. I do. I yeah. have uh, I have three kids older than him. It's the, that's two of us. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. My youngest is his age. Uh, I can introduce you, my guy Pat O'Brien. He can work on your body too. He's he's fantastic. Um, <laughs> what can you tell us about Brodine, Spurgeon, and uh, your guy Zuki? When are they coming back? Uh, Zuki and Brodine are still going to be a little while. 
Spurge is more kind of day to day, seeing how he feels. He's feeling better. Uh, skated a bit today. Uh, he, he's progressing. I heard Russo mention this uh, earlier. He was on with PA, and he talked about there are some general managers who look at the look at OT, right? The three on three. And I hadn't heard this point before, where you know, where if if you don't have complete possession, what do we see all the time? Let's 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 go back towards our goalie. Let's reset. Let's keep possession, and let's ideally switch all three guys out, and maybe trying to penalize the team who has the puck and not allowing him that sort of dramatic reset where maybe you can't go past the red line. You can't go past your own blue line, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever it might be. What, what do you think about that? Um, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. It's, it, you know, some nights I'm like, oh, God, this three on three is just dragging out and it's boring. But then, you know, the next minute you can have, you know. Seven chances. Uh, 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 yeah, exactly. So. I, I I don't know. I, I guess I get real careful. I, I get real nervous about just switching everything, um, and and putting in. You know, I I I got to be honest with you. I think of the referees a lot, and I'm like, how many more rules can we pile on them? And expect them to be perfect. You know, it's just another thing. So I I, I try to be real cautious when I when I, you know make my opinion about these things. So I, I think it's okay right now. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm up, I'm up for anything, but I, I just don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go backwards, you know? Well, the, they if, that do, ma- if that makes any well, sense. Well, the problem is they go backwards too often. I, I, over time. I know, I, exactly. Yeah. Uh, are you done with your Christmas shopping? No, I'm waiting for something to come in right now and it's not coming in. For which, uh, which, which key member of the family is this for? The one that I have to shop for. Yeah, yeah, that would me. The, the, the yeah, no, you're done. I got yours. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, the most, you know, the most important. Your wife. One. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. How about the how about the dog? Does the dog get something? Oh, does he? Honestly, he's the most spoiled dog in the face of the earth. Okay, so, okay give me gets, give me some examples. He's allowed everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he. I have my chair, and he sits next to me on the couch. Wait um, a sec. Do you, so, if you're there, yeah, my, my you, you have your chair, couch. and everybody knows not to go in that chair. No, they can go there, but when we're going to watch TV, that's where I. What are you, Archie sit. Bunker? I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Come on, you got to have your chair. Yeah. My wife has her favorite spot on the couch. Okay. And and Lando is in between us. Got it. Uh, um, yeah, bed. Uh, so when you, treat, the, the, the two of you are sleeping, bones. is the dog in bed with you? No, no, okay. no. He, it's too, it's too hot for him. Like he, he's like, excuse me, floor. excuse me. He, yeah. Yeah. Right, Did you just exactly. say that the bed is too hot with you and your wife? Right here, right? Jeez. Yes. He goes in. I know what you're implying. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> I just that's repeating terrible. what you said. I'm not implying anything. Yeah, you are. But he goes to the bathroom floor. But he has actually he has his own advent calendar. <laughs> God, um, seriously, yeah, it's called it's called, it's called Woofers oh, Dog geez. Cookie Advent Calendar. Oh, God, that's that's you should be yeah. embarrassed. 
Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely not. Give, He's awesome. Give me a Garen Christmas tradition. Oh, boy. Uh, Garen family Christmas tradition. We have a lot of people for basically an open house for Christmas Eve. We have a ton of people come over. Uh, Christmas Day, uh, we do not leave the house. We stay in PJs all day or maybe go for a walk, maybe. Okay. Um, watch, you know, especially when the kids were young and got up at the crack of dawn for Santa. Um, we would watch a movie, like a Christmas movie, and that was nap time. Um, that was kind of like our our schedule, like our – but we Christmas Day, you don't leave. Do you have family pajamas, or does everybody have their own pajamas? Um, we, we get pajamas and normally they are custom to the person, the family members personality. It was like a pajama bottoms and like a, a t-shirt that would match who you are. Okay. So, so what, what, what does yours look like? Oh, they're different every year. No, oh, oh, like give me an example. Like, is there one like, oh, if- like, like one was like, uh, one was like like Buddy the Elf, you know, Will Ferrell. Sure. Another one would be like Clark Griswold, like a T-shirt with that on there. Um, you know, Chevy. Like my son would get like Star Wars or something like that. You know what I mean? You know Chevy Chase is not funny, right? You do know that. He's not funny at all. He was funny. No. No. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Maybe in Fletch. Maybe a little bit yeah, in Caddy, well, Maybe in Caddyshack a little bit. He's by all accounts he's a loathsome individual too. That's what you hear. I, I, I just you know what? I like his movies. You're allowed. You're allowed to make a mistake. I mean, you know. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Uh Merry Christmas. Have fun. We'll uh we'll talk uh, we'll talk soon. Merry Christmas to everybody. All right. Have a great one. Bill Guerin. From Billy Guerin and Christmas to the amazing Mary Jo Copeland next year on CCO. I am looking at the website right now for sharing and caring hands. It tells you all about the myriad of remarkable programs available, how you can volunteer, how you can donate. Oh, by the way, right now I'm looking at Mary Jo with kids. I'm looking at Mary Jo with the Pope himself. And I don't know how long it's been, but I think it's been a couple of decades now where I've had the pleasure in December to chat with my friend Mary Jo Copeland from this amazing place, Sharon and Karen Hands, and Mary Jo is with us once again. It's one of my it, – it, not one. It is my favorite Christmas tradition on the radio to chat with Mary Jo Copeland. Like all of our guests, she's on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. First of all, Merry Christmas, and uh, tell me how you're doing. I'm doing just fine. I couldn't be better. God has blessed me and – Every bit of way I can in my health, and I'm so happy to talk to you every year. You're my one of my friends too. I, if I didn't talk to you, it's a, a, a Christmas without sunshine. <laughs> it's a day without Chad Hartman. <laughs> well, that's way, way, way too kind. How has this year been for you personally, Mary? And how has it been uh, at uh, oh, the the broad enterprise, which is sharing and caring hands? 
Well, Chad, I can say I've had a pretty good year. I my I have a couple of knees replaced in about a year, so I, I I'm still going. Motion is the lotion, so I'm I'm fine. I just was out of work very little, and I come right back, and I'm just really moving. And you know the beauty of it is I've never seen in the last year an increased amount of poverty I've never seen before. I've been down here a lot of years, Chad, and you know I have, and I have never ever seen the amount of crowds that I've seen in this last year. Never. Okay, let me get let me get to both those points. Let me do the lighter point first, and then the more serious one. You join a, a list of individuals who I know, whether they told me about this thirty years ago or they tell me about it now, that if they get a hip replaced or knee replaced, they don't necessarily love the initial stages of the rehab, Mary. But once everything kicks in, they feel so much better. Is is, is that where you're at? Oh yeah, Chad. I mean, I had wonderful doctors over to Abbott. I mean, I, yeah, I, you know, the thing is I have arthritis and I, I could have gone for a while, but I didn't. And I think if anybody's out there thinking about having their knees done, don't wait, go do it. Arthritis is arthritis. It's not going to kill you, no. but you walk with a lot of pain and uh, I, I'm doing well. That's what's the beauty of it is God has a lot of work for me to do. He said, don't count on coming home too soon. <laughs> yeah. You're going nowhere for a long, long time. Oh, Oh, no, I don't think so, <laughs> No, no, you sound you sound strong, healthy, full of vigor, emotion. You just sound like the same person I've been talking to forever. Okay, poverty, that saddens me to hear that. Okay, why do you think that is, and how is it playing out at, at, at all your places? Well, I think, I think one of the things I'm seeing, it's come from a lot of things. I can't say that this always hasn't been, the mental illness, the drug addiction, the mismanagement of money the uh, domestic violence, and, you know, people go through that kind of thing, and they lose a lot of hope. I mean, whatever happens, they're coming, and I'm trying to give people hope, and when you give people hope, they find peace. Now, I can't help the whole world, but I, I try to do what I can, and I look at these people that come in, I do the intake. That, that shelter has just got so many families that have been through so much for different reasons, and, you know, a lot of people are there through no fault of their own. I mean, you know, people say, well, they could do this. They could do that. Well, we never really know why they're there, Chad. We, we yep. never really will know. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had a drink. But anyways, we don't okay. know why they're there. But I'll tell you something, Chad. If you if we only could realize how hard it is to be poor, I've never seen, like I said, the mental illness alone. And when people have, there's people come and they can't even function, Chad. Okay, so when they're. When they're at that point, Mary, the amazing Mary Jo Copeland is with us. I'd love if you would donate. I'd love if you check out the website, uh, sharingandcaringhands.org. When, when individuals arrive and they are facing significant mental health challenges, how do, you, how do you try to help them? How do you try to help them in the short term? How do you try to help them in the long term? Well, I think the short term is, is to be very kind to reach out, I, I do every day, and that line is a line that comes in every day. Take their hand, try to talk to them. And in a lot of ways, I think they, a lot of them will just search for a prayer or just to talk. Could you spend a minute with me? And I try to do that. I think we forget how important just a moment of kindness, a moment of saying, what's your name? How are you doing? Now, the long term is you have to... In, there's places they can go to get counseling. There's things they, I don't know if they're off their medication. I encourage that. But you don't have a lot of time when you've got hundreds of people. Right. But the biggest thing that I have done, and I've noticed it's made a difference, 
You just take that moment, that moment, that smile, that kindness. I'll see people walk away and say, thanks a lot for the time. Well, it wasn't much time, but to them, it must be 100 years when no one's even talked to them. I, I, I think that's one of the things we forget, how important a smile and kindness is. People, well, that can't do much. Yeah, you'd be surprised what it can do. I agree you'd with you surprised. 100%, you, and you live it every day. And I circle back to what you said before. It's hope, right? If you're at a point in your life for a single reason or multiple reasons and you're facing despair, yeah, you're looking for a path to be better. And, I mean, not to sound like one of these public speakers where it's one step at a time. I mean, it's just – it's one ray of sunshine. It's one meal. It's it's one yeah. bed. It's it's one conversation. And you guys are just so spectacular at, at doing that on a daily basis. With, it's one person at a time, one day at a time. You, I always tell them, we can't let yesterday take too much of today. I'll give you an example. Right before I got home – a family came in with five kids. They were sleeping in a truck. Well, the sadness, they're from Dakota County. They, the landlord had sold the house, and the new landlord came in and put them out in the street. I mean, you're talking about scared to death. They weren't going to have Christmas. They, the five kids had no toys. I just said, we don't have to worry. God's got you covered, and I've got you covered. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's not going to take away all the tragedy, and they have nothing. But it gave them, they had hope. I mean, and when they find hope, there was a bit of peace as they walked across the street to their room. And that's really what it's about. People are so without hope. They're so lost. A lot of times, you know, there's a lot of judgment. You don't pay any attention to them. Yep. You got to take the time. And I think time with each person, like I said, I try real hard to be patient because that line gets pretty hard. And I, I, I look at each person as a, as a special person and they need that kindness. What is your name? What is your name? How are you doing? Have a good day. I do what I can, and then I move on to the next. Yep. Pope Francis is often in the news. Mary, what are are your thoughts on Pope Francis? I think Pope Francis is one of the most awesome, awesome popes that we've ever had in our country. The man doesn't monkey around. He says it like it is. He's he's, he's, He's changed the church in a lot of ways. You know, when I went out to see the pope, I was thinking about something. I um I won't ever forget that visit because he said he'll pray for me. I did get a letter later. But what's interesting is he reminds me so much of myself, not that I'm like the Pope, I'm nowhere near it. But, you know, I used to go out in the kitchens and give people $20. The poor dishwashers have nothing. And a Pope would love to do that with me. He's got that kind of heart. And he doesn't worry about what the world thinks. They don't want him to go out in his Pope mobile. He doesn't care. He, he got right out in it. He didn't care. That kind of person is a, is a light to the world. We are so worried about what's going to people going to say or what people are going to think. Just do the right thing. Focus on what's today. Be kind. He's a great man. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I, just because I'm a Catholic doesn't mean it. I think the whole world thinks that. And I think the Pope Francis has changed the world, not just because I'm a Catholic, for any denomination. He says it like it is and moves right on. Did he ask about me? Well, I'm sure he would have if I'd have mentioned what a wonderful <laughs> man you are. I mean, Charm Hartman, I should have mentioned. I don't Thanks. know how I could have forgotten. I mean, he could be a, he could be a weekly guest, Mary. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Mary, I, I am I'm so pleased that you are someone I've had a chance to get to know, that we have these conversations. This state... This city and this planet are better every single day. 
because of what you do, how early you wake up, how determined you are, how you lead with intelligence, your heart, your kindness. When you need to draw the line, you draw the line. You have faced challenges in your own personal life, and those are those are incredibly difficult. You have, have had to face those. You've never backed away from them. Even when those are going on, you are still involved. Mary's Place, everything tied to Sharon and Karen Hands. You are one of the best facets we have in the entire state of Minnesota. I mean that, and it's just a pleasure to have you on. Have the most Merry Christmas of all, and uh, I'll look forward to our next conversation. And Thanks, Chad, for the wonderful compliments. I, uh, I know it's God's grace, and I'm just a servant, but he's sure given me a lot, and I thank you for those beautiful statements, but I can't give the credit to me. I have to give it to God's grace. You know I do. You know how I am. I know. I know. And here's what we would like people to do. SharonandCaringHands.org. Donate. It's a dollar. Donate a dollar. If you want to uh, drop off clothes, drop off anything. Hey, by the way, if you want to drop off $10,000, whatever you want to do, volunteer. It's all available to you. Thank you, Mary. Have a blessed Christmas to the community and everybody. Thank you so much. God bless you, Chad. Bye-bye. God bless you, too. Mary Jo Copeland here on CCO. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 